The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. We got a Boston Celtics fan. I hear him counting. We got a Boston so, like, Celtics I mean, fan. start out like that. And he's I'm a 49er fan. This to you, Steve. Victor Herbin III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house. Yes, if I looked a little angry, I, I it's justified, and I'm going to tell you why. So happy. You see the L.A. gear? I'm happy. I know the NFL is king. But L.A. is hot and popping, and we need to talk about them Dodgers. Jose Otani, oh my goodness. Otani, my goodness. First of all, let me say, brother, have you ever heard of a contract for $700 million for 10 years? Have you ever heard of that? Money on top of money. Strip clubs, Lamborghinis, Bentleys, houses in every major league city. If you want to, that's the kind of money he's got. His family, his family's family, his grandchildren, generational wealth. Man, mad props to you because you had the skills, you have it, and you did it. And Dodgers for getting it done. However, Dodgers, you still got a problem. You need to get some starting pitching. That's where I wanted to go, brother. But I started off talking about how salty I am. Why am I salty? Man, why should I be salty? You said, why should I be? How could I be? The Dodgers did their thing. The Lakers did their thing. Okay. And the 49ers, the, the Ravens, they did their thing. Talking fantasy now. <laughs> Tyreek Hill tonight to give me 10 more bad points. And you got hurt. I'm salty. I'm salty. But I'll, I'll get through it. What's up? Pass it back to you, sir. <laughs> you, 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 you. So I'm feeding off of the energy. <laughs> but instead of salt, you call me sweet daddy for this kid. Baby, check it out. <laughs> the only thing worse than a Dallas Cowboy fan who beat the Eagles is me. You know why? <laughs> because the LSU, we got a Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. The Lakers, we did what we had to do, won a championship. <laughs> we did my Baltimore Ravens, baby. We clean house this weekend. So yes, I'm on and high. Because that's three, baby, that's three. Three quick wins, big wins for me. Everybody handled their business. What a sports weekend it was, man. I mean, to start off, we talked about it a little bit. Does the tournament add value to an NBA season so early on that says, all right, this was worth the watch? What, what is your take on that, baby? Because, look, yeah. there is another championship banner 
called an IST in the crypto. How you like me now? Man, okay, so let's use a baseball analogy. You can bunt, you can hit a single, you can hit a double, you can hit a triple. Adam Silver and the NBA, they hit a home run. Grand slam, if you will. So they made the games relevant. How can you tell? Look at the excitement that it brought to the league from the, from the players as well as to the fans. It was exciting. And then you have a destination point being Las Vegas for the championship. Who don't want to go to Las Vegas? Another incentive is pro player 500 grand. Okay. It doesn't mean a lot to somebody like uh, LeBron, who's a millionaire, but it means a lot to be the first to win the in-season tournament, the first to win the NBA Cup, the first to be able to do anything is great. So is it relevant? It made this, the games counted with exception, and that's this, we can talk about this, with exception of the championship game. But all the games counted, and they went, what, 6-0 or 7-0 during the, during, during the run or during the, the in-season tournament? And so he took it serious, he being LeBron, the head of the league, head of the snake, if you will, people are still looking up to him, and he set the tone. So he came out, he balled. Bruh, you saw what AD did. So you asked the question, how was it? Was it relevant? Is it relevant? Did it meet its mark? Yes, yes, and yes. Adam Silver, and to the governors, well done. To the players, well done. And you put on a great package for me. We always want to go to the grocery store and we want, we want to pick up fruit and we're testing the fruit. We're looking at items and we want to uh, uh, price gauge, you know, match, whatever. They're, they are willing to pivot. They're willing to change and give me a great product and I'm buying it, okay? I'm buying the in-season tournament because of the way they marketed it, the way they produced and the way it came off first time, the inaugural uh, in-season tournament, a success. I do want to know what you have to think, sir. Bruh, how can NBA be so competitive and entertaining during the fall when NFL is king? You throw in an IST. Bruh, you already know. You could watch the tape. We've done this show for four and a half, almost five years. I said, I don't watch NBA that much during the fall season. I'm not watching the Lakers if they ain't plus 500 because I'm on the East Coast. But, bruh, they had my attention. The league yeah. had my attention. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, got you. Football got me on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. But, man, that tournament happens on Tuesday. And on Friday, I'm sitting up there watching. Yeah. So, to me, to have the first 20 games of the season means something. Mm -hmm. Means something. This is December. Normally, December is when we're getting ready for the Christmas Day matchups. Uh, and we're like, okay, wow, who's the good matchup? But you see right. some great matchups already. Not only the great matchups, you saw up and coming teams. Since when did you think the Pacers had a squad? I now know right. a kid named Halliburton. Right. When did you think the Pelicans and Zion were still playing and not playing with the porn chicks? Like he's actually doing his stuff. Like the dude is balling. So you had teams in that semifinal, in the quarterfinals, that you would have thought would have been watching it at home. Who would have thought you yeah. don't see the Boston Celtics, Steve? Steve. You don't see the Milwaukee Bucks. These are teams that are competing. You did see Golden State. You didn't see Phoenix. Now, we saw Phoenix, we took care of them. But to see some of these young talent and compete so early on 
and everyone bought in. And I love what you talked about, LeBron. Uh, there's a lot of criticism. Obviously, he's been criticized, and you know he's always the focal point since he came into the league. Mm-hmm. But he's been an outstanding leader. He may be a little corny at times, but what has the man done for the league? We know. We we know. We we we're, we're Jordan esque. We got it. But what he has done for the league, Jordan saved the league. But LeBron has taken that part and is escorting it to the next level because you're playing 21 years. You got kids who were four years old when he started balling and now they're playing alongside him. So to say, look guys, IST means something. One, we're going to be the first team records are meant to be broken. Two, I'm going to show you all what championship looks like. Cause now looking at the psychological advantage it did for our young team, our team is gelling. You have six games. No, it's not the same as the, what, 12 we need to win or 16 we need to win to get a championship once the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. But that's a good litmus test of a team that's been remodeled this offseason. They say, yeah, six games to get it right, and you won. Look what happens when we play to our full potential. Bruh, defense, did we show defense? And <laughs> him we trust. So I think overall, Adam Silver, using a baseball cliche, he hit a home run. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome, 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 bro. Let's 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 do this too. Um, what does it mean? Why does and you, I hear a lot of talk shows talking about why did LeBron play so hard? He's over twenty years in the league and he's almost thirty nine years old. Why would he play so hard? Was it the money? I say no, it wasn't the money, and I talked about that earlier. Why would he do it? And there's speculation. There's talk. Here's what your co-host thinks. And Eddie Johnson was the first one to think about it. When you're the leader of the team, how do you get people to listen? You got to perform. You cannot just say it, but you also got to do it. One of the best ways to do it is by showing them, just going out and ball to the best of your ability. And nobody can second guess his talent. Nobody can second guess his, his, his desire, if you will, his motivation to be the greatest of all time. You can talk about the Mount Rushmore's if you want to, but that's his incentive. But let me say what Eddie Johnson said, and I, I got to support this 100%. You're going to need these young guys later on in the season. It's an 82-game season. We're talking about June, okay? We're talking about May, June. We're talking about playoffs, getting to that point. You're going to need these guys to listen to you at the most critical of moments, the tough times, you know, the dog days, if you will, of the NBA. I think, they will, he, I think he has their attention now. Why? Because he balled as hard as he did, not for himself, but for his players, his team, the first-year players, the second-year players, you know, people that are learning this craft called the NBA and, and the rigors of the NBA at the 20 years season, 21 years that he's been in. He's showing them now what I need from you later. So when he asked them to set this pick, when he asked them to go ball hard, when he asked them to jump, and he, they're going to say how high. I believe they will do that because what he's done for them, not only in, the money, but how to, at this level, against some of the best, perform at your best. 
And so long-term, I think it's a win for LeBron. I think it's a win for the Lakers, but you still got to execute because you still got 29 other teams that's still going to want you, LeBron. They're jealous of you, LeBron. Got got other people like Boston, Steve, who don't like the Lakers, who want to take the Lakers off their pedestal and will look for any reason to knock them down and knock them off, whether it's the in-season tournament or just a regular season game. You are that franchise, the storied franchise of the NBA. So he needs them to help fend off the criticisms, if you will, the fiery darts that are out there so he can get that 18th championship, maybe that 19th championship. I don't know how long LeBron's going to be around, but come on, keep doing what you're doing, LeBron. And so I, I, I think, and that's my uh, conspiracy theory of why he wanted to perform and do what he did. I mean, to add on that, his team had experience last June, and Denver Nuggets ran through them. And they probably stayed up late. They probably still play some of those plays over and over and say, man, we just gave 100%. I think that win also helped AD realize, I got to get back to that 2020 version of me. Wow. What can I do when I'm putting up 30-plus, 40-plus? Man, I am that guy. And and I only my window to learn underneath LeBron is shutting. He's trying to let me know this is your team. But to see AD come out to play. So I agree with you. It's hey team, I only got so much left in me. Right. Right. We can right. do this. We have done this. But guess what? I'm not gonna be here for so long. Right. I'm passing this torch to somebody, but this is how it feels to be a champion. Oh man. Awesome, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, we could be, we could talk Lakers. We could talk in-season tournament if you want to all day. Bro, let's go off into your Ravens. I do have some criticism of your Ravens, but first, I'll toss it to you. Give me some feedback. What You saw the game. You saw what the Ravens did. Had to go against the Rams. Overtime against the Rams. Come on, man. But I give it to you before I go on my rant. Bro, we coming off the bye, got it. But we need to be a little bit more crisp. Because guess yes. what? Two weeks, two weeks from now, the Niners don't care. You had your bye, first game of the season, last game of the season. They got something for you. If you look at our schedule for the next couple of weeks, oh, we got to go through a gauntlet. You can do that against the Rams and get away with it. Not going to get away with it against Miami. Not going to get away with it against uh, uh, the Niners. Not going to get away with I don't care what what Steelers look like right now. Not going to get away with the Steelers. So that may have been the wake-up call they needed, and you're one special teams play away. But, man, you guys got to – look, now I love me some Marlon Humphreys, but Matt Stafford ate his behind up. I mean, he's slipping on one play. He gets a <laughs> P.I. on the next play. And if the guy would have caught the ball in the end zone, there's another pa- – I mean, so – Something they saw there that said, we're going to pick on Marlon Humphrey, who is a first-round draft pick. So I don't like that we won ugly, but we won. And we need to learn from that lesson, which I do believe in, in Harbaugh. And I know the team is still learning. And I love the running backs. Our defense normally is, is the unstoppable piece. But you can only do so much on defense if, you're, if the offense is turning over three, uh, three and outs. So it's too potent of an offense and so many lights of greatness 
that uh, it's very disappointing when they don't get it in the red zone almost every play. I'm saying red zone, meaning you get a red zone that should get come away with a touchdown or at least a field goal. But they get stopped when you got people like Odell, you got Zay Flowers, you got Rashad Bateman, you got Aguilar. I mean, you got weapons. And and I don't know, sometimes it seems like they're going too slow and they're not capitalizing off the opportunities they're presented. Here, here's my take. They haven't reached their maximum potential yet, and they don't have any momentum right now. That buy was good for health, but it wasn't good for momentum. And they acted like they were lethargic. They came out lethargic. They didn't come out crisp. They didn't come out alert, to your point. And that's the difference between some of the good teams and some of the great teams. And I believe, based on yesterday's play, Lamar won't get MVP. He is the leader, head of the snake again. He sets the tone for the whole team. And when he comes out somewhat passive yesterday, come on, we don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. What a coach needs and wants and what a player is, what I assume they should want is every week you're getting better, every game you're getting better, so that you start ramping up for the more critical games or later in the season. So they're not doing that. It's like yesterday they took a step back. And I'm going to start with Lamar. Lamar, you heard me early in the season. I said he was the MVP. He's not. He's not. He is not the MVP. And I thought the Ravens had the best team balance, offense, defense, special teams, all three levels. I thought they were. They didn't act like it yesterday. They should have lost yesterday. They could have lost yesterday to an inferior team. The good teams, the good teams, and the great teams. That's what I'm separating. And, And the Ravens are not great yet. As much potential they have, all those specialized weapons that they have, they didn't act like it yesterday. I'm disappointed in them. So when I see Lamar step back, I see him standing around too much instead of just being reactive and instinctive. And he's thinking too much. And I don't need that right now. We're talking about uh, this late in the season. We're, 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 we're down to the latter, last quarter point. We need you to know where you're going, pre-snap, post-snap, and adjust. Or something has to happen. You've been in the system over half the season. What's wrong? So I'm going to start with Lamar. Second to that is the defense. You are the Ravens' defense. They are known. That is their identity. They have always been defensive-oriented. And they weren't yesterday. Stafford, man, you would think Stafford was Brady, the way he was marching all around, the way he was picking, picking them apart, you know, just dissecting them. Boom, 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 boom. Come on, Ravens. And so Ravens DC, offensive OC, come on. You guys need to put these players in better positions. And these players need to be able to execute the plan. If the plan ain't working, then it's the players not working. Something's really wrong. And you had two weeks two weeks to get ready and this is the, what you gave me in two weeks that's that's a sad sight brother that's a sad sight so they are they are just a good team they have a few weeks to get it together and they're going to need to get it together or they're going to get punched in the mouth and the weather is going to start getting worse that's my take i, I concur i concur man i mean that if that's your first game coming out to buy great the other thing they came out of that is the number one seed, the AFC. So uh, what I'm hoping from a psychological standpoint that they realize we're the top dogs right now in the AFC. We need to start playing like the top dogs. The other thing is 
even making it to the playoffs, they have not won a playoff game in a decade. So we need to act like it is a sense of urgency. Right. And that every game is a playoff game. Health is important. So playing around an OT is unnecessary. Let's finish Jokers off. Again, you have a gauntlet schedule coming up. And to to want to play around with teams like they did last night, uh, they got to step up the game. So hopefully they do correct some of those errors. Uh, you know, we see what happened with KC last night, and the Bills are still trying to stride in so late. But there's some teams out there that are still ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So definitely, again, happy, but cautious. What's going on in KC, bro? What's going on in KC? That's two losses in a row. They do not look formidable like they have been in, the, in years past. Matter of fact, they are the Super Bowl reigning champions. They don't look like it. Matter of fact, the Philadelphia Eagles, they don't look like the reigning NFC champions. Man, what is going on? I'm going to tell you what's going on. <laughs> the league has caught up to both of them. Really? Yeah, you lose your former offensive coordinator in KC. We're talking about Eric, Eric Bieniemy. You lose him. Is he that significant? Really, you got pretty much the same personnel. You lose uh, Schuster as a receiver. The, the receivers that you have can't catch. But you still got the coach. You still got a hell of a quarterback, and you got that stud tight end. You can scheme. Come on. Something's going on in KC. And then Philly. The Eagles, what's going on with Jalen Hurst? I, man, I, I definitely wanted to hear your opinion on what's going on with our Super Bowl reigning Super Bowl representatives. Because it's, it, what is up is down. What is down is up right now. Talk to me. Help me. But I love it, though. I love it because I'm a 49 I'm a roll with the 49ers, man. I'm a roll with the 49ers. I'm a go with them. I'm not a fan. I'm just a fan of sports. But doggone it, I don't like uh, at all. None at all. To me, man. Bruh, I'm going to say it now, even though I just bashed the, uh, <laughs> my Ravens. I'm calling the 2012 rematch. Ravens versus Niners, bruh. Uh, I'm not too... Uh, you don't want that. You don't want that. Ra- no, I'm not saying I want that. <laughs> but I want to see that because I think it is the best matchup. Okay. I don't think the Ravens are ready. In fact, okay. I don't think any AFC team is ready. I okay. think the Niners are the best team in the league. Yeah. It is their championship game. It is their championship to lose. They are positioned for it. I think it's by far the best complete team. They don't take any plays off. Uh, I watched how Dallas and Philly wanted to play yesterday. That's great. I don't think it's even close you put the Niners in there. Like, I... I and, I, and again, the Niners aren't taking plays off. Even those three games they lost, there's asterisks next to them. Yes, injuries are part of the game. But Brock Purdy didn't have his full complement of team. And guess what? Yeah, I said it. Yes, if, 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 if my aunt had Nad, she might be my <laughs> uncle. Got it. But if the Niners did not lose Brock Purdy last year, they would have been in that Super Bowl game last year. Guarantee it. Yeah. And they would have probably won. KC don't want no part of that team. So you ask what's happening, man. Look, I, I agree with you. The league caught up. Hey, guess what? I like to give Eric Bieniemy some credit. Hey, he left. You don't have the same offense you used to have. 
So stop giving Anthony, uh, Andy Reid all this credit. But, man, I think you got lack of discipline in KC. When would you think that? Uh, you know, two weeks in a row, the refs are making decisions for them. Good call. Uh, then you look at the Eagles. Again, you look. everybody looks good on paper. But you're only as good as your last game. But guess what's the league? Everybody can play. Everyone's got professionals. No one's scared. And so somewhere along the line, I think the Eagles read their own press clippings. I like to believe Kansas City is mature enough as a team not to get caught up in their own press clippings. But right now, guess what? Kansas City, despite their record, I don't think they're even the strongest team in their own division. There's another team called the Denver Broncos that seem like they remember who they are. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Coaching so them up, KC better make sure they get their stuff together because the Broncos – Ain't, ain't the same dudes they were that first week, bro. Broncos ain't afraid of that smoke. The Eagles, they lost. And here's what happens when you have success. People start cherry-picking from your staff. So the offense coordinator that they had last year is no longer there. Defensive coordinator that they had last year is no longer there. So that could be very significant. Jalen Hurts is hurt. He is hurt. He is not playing. You know how he used to run the ball, tuck and run, and, and, and really put uh, a lot of stress on the defense because he would tuck and run. So he's not doing that on a regular basis or like he was. But it's also hurting when you are playing from behind. So the defense is allowing the teams just to score. You, so, so, yeah, you're right. Injuries are a part of it, but I think it's probably even uh, greater than that, bigger than that, when you start talking about coaching staff and the changing of coaching staff, which is a problem of success. You start getting cherry-picked from, from, from others who want and believe that that success will translate to their team. So I almost give the Eagles a pass, but I don't. I won't. Because uh, sitting over here in San Antonio, I see every Cowboy game. And I'm, I'm, and I'm a fan of Dak. We talked about Dak for years in here. And the boy looked, he didn't put up a whole lot of numbers last year, but it's their defense. It's their scheme. It's their coach. It's Dak actually maturing. And they're playing all three levels. Man, when your kicker is 30-0 and 0 for the season, when you can rely on the kicker, when you can rely on the defense, and all you have to do, Dak, is just don't turn the ball over. Okay, it's and, and the probably the weakest point is the running game. You know, you get down to the four or five yard line, you'd like to be able to smash mouth and just go right up in the in the hole. They they don't have that running back, so they're miss, missing uh, Ezekiel Elliott when it comes down to the goal line. Uh, but Pollard, he can break off a thirty yarder. He can break, break off a fifty yarder. He can take it to the house at any point in time. But when it comes to those four or five yards at the goal line, they can't and they have a problem. That's yeah. what they, they their biggest issue. So right now in the NFC, man, it's it's the Cowboys and it's the 49ers. And it will be a good game because I believe vengeance is 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 something else. The Cowboys will come for it, but will the Cowboys be on the road or will they be at home? That matters. And they won't win in the Bay. They need to win. They need to win home court, home field advantage, excuse me so that the 49ers come to uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas. That's what needs to happen for the Cowboys to be successful. You really think that the Niners will lose in Dallas? I think the Niners are like, no, no, no. Yeah, and where? Don't get me wrong. I said the Cowboys need to, let me, let me be clear. 
Okay. <laughs> the Cowboys have a better chance at home. They won't win in San Francisco. They need home court, home field advantage. They need this it. to be competitive, just to have an opportunity. Yes. But it's not to say that they're a better team than the Niners. Oh, but no. I think the Niners are saying, you tell me when and where. I'll do the next three games on purpose and make this thing on the road. I'll come as a wild card and I'll molly up all y'all tails in your house just because I, I can. I believe the 49ers will say, let's meet the alley. Let's go yeah. right now. <laughs> right now. You and me right now. No, I thought we were going to have to die. I ain't got to wait week 17. We can yeah. do this right now. <laughs> yeah. Boy, look, those yeah. guys, Kittle, Caffrey, Debo. I mean, which, what? Pick Purdy. your poison. Purdy, yeah. Purdy, Purdy. That's his offense. When does your offense scare you more than your defense? Because that <laughs> defense is nasty too. Yeah. But when you got someone like Debo, who's on my fantasy team, yeah. and sit up there and catch a screen route five yards out and turn that thing into a 56 yard touchdown, Ooh, dang. And then you think you got him covered. And you say, all right, no problem. I got my boy Ayuk out here. Oh, okay. So you want to take care of my other guy. Guess what? I got a tight end named Kittle. But if you think you want to stop my passing game, let me get my bruiser called CMC to come up here and play an old school way. I mean, bruh, pick your freaking poison. You were doing so well until you mentioned fantasy. You made me go to that dark place. I was trying to escape that that dark place, but that's okay. Somebody's winning. Somebody's winning. It just ain't me. But I'm okay. Woosa, woosa. Bro, we're till the end of the show. I had fun. And I want to say thank y'all for listening, tuning in to us. If you're listening to us, you're a fan of the show, you're family to us, and we say thank you. I want to tip my hat again to the Dodgers for doing what you're doing to secure the next 10 years of relevance, uh, if you will. But you need to spend some money and get or do something to get some pitching. Starting pitching is what we need. It's not the bats. Bats are not going to be a problem. Defense is not going to be a problem unless you count pitching as defense. But in Dave Roberts, I trust and the brain trust for the Dodgers to get uh, Otani. Wow. Wow. And wow. And he is going to look good in that in those pearly whites Dodger uniforms. And so to my co-host, man, thank you for the energy today. Love you. And for the live audience that we got back there and little little incentive there. But we lo- I love it. And I'm just signing off. Happy holidays to everybody. Hey, I would like to end the same way I started. Uh, Adam Silver, kudos to you, man. You, you know, I've always, they say NBA is fantastic. Look, it, you did it, bro. You brought, you brought it back to me and I had a great time. And it makes it even sweeter to know the Lakers did this thing. But continue fine-tuning this great product called the NBA Find a way to make sure those stats count. I think there's some more creativity you can do to ensure that that game means more than just the money for the players, but to the whole NBA uh, history and and what you're doing. Uh, Find a way those stats because there are some teammates and players who are balling. And not to get that recorded somehow, we're missing a mark. And I know there's ways to do this thing. So, again, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Fans, Hey, check us out on all our social media outlets. Uh, This may be the last time you see us for the year, but but I tell you all, we're thinking about you all the time. Be safe this holiday season and all your travels. Stay, get inoculated. 
your COVID-19, your flu shot, so that you and your family can truly enjoy the reason for the season. And until next year, I tell y'all, take it to the houses out. Enjoy it. Love you all. And holler.